This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones and MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 41. In today's episode, I have a special guest, and he's part of my four-part series with four of my favorite men talking about all aspects of being a man, a husband, and a father. And so in this episode, he is talking about leadership, leadership in love, in life, and in leaving a legacy. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. I am so excited about my guest today. He's super special to me. He is a former NFL athlete. He is a best-selling author of multiple books. He has a huge heart to mentor men. He helps them to develop character in sports, in relationships, in their spiritual life, in business. And he literally helps men to become just their the best version of themselves. <laughs> he is a top income earner in the largest travel club in the world. He has changed multiple people's lives, including my own. And so would you please help me welcome my dear friend and brother from another mother, Mr. Keith Willis. Hi, Keith. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you are here. Woo! Yes, I'm honored to be here. I feel like I'm sitting at Jada Pickett's round table right now. You know what I mean? Goodness gracious. This is a... Am I the first guy ever doing the show? Jeez. Outside of my husband, yes. Wow, what an honor. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, I just am so, you've done so many amazing things in your life. And I'm so excited to have you on the show because for the whole entire month of June, I'm literally interviewing amazing men. Some of the, fav- literally my favorite men in the world. So not only you, but my dad and my brother and my husband, it's going to be so exciting. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for just taking the time to really shed some light on my listeners on leadership. It is so important. I think as wives, as women, God has designed us to literally be positioned for you guys to lead. And after, you know, hundreds of men that I've talked to that I've coached I've realized even women they struggle a little bit because a lot of their husbands don't know how to lead them and you know what the first question that I have for you is what is leadership to you what is leadership in love in life and regarding leaving a legacy now that's a great question you're right you know um I realize a lot of men struggle with leadership in all types of, in all different areas. I, I realize a lot of women 
struggle to follow great leadership, you know, mm-hmm. when you know, if they recognize it or not. And the one thing about leadership I could say is this, it's an act. It's an mm-hmm. action. You know, leadership is a heart. Leadership is um, service, mm-hmm. right? And then when you look at the different um, ways you can lead, it's not just about holding a position or a title, right? Because sometimes people are in positions and they have certain titles mm-hmm. because they navigated their way through politics or it was given to them or they earn a certain amount of money so it's put in a position but a quality of a great leader is just the heart behind it mm-hmm. and so um when it comes to like a leader in life i look at for people with um you know who has a heart to serve you know mm-hmm. that's the first quality i made i think a uh, a very influential and a quality leader has to have a heart to serve and have a, who has a heart for people you know and yeah. um because you don't have a heart for people no matter what you're leading, it's not going to work effectively. Wow. Because um, a lot of times, you know, we're in leadership positions and we think because we have a certain job or a certain title that we're leaders. And a lot of times people are paid to follow you. You know what I mean? Mm. And so they don't realize, you know, as a, as a, a great leader, people will follow you just because. You know what I mean? Right. And that's how you could, you know, see are you a leader and are you influential and are you leading with the right purpose and right intentions? But when it comes to love, it's, uh, I think a lot of times it's really hard to be a great leader because there's so many emotions, fleshly emotions mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's so important to establish a great uh, friendship and respect level between two people and to exercise the leadership traits um, before we get to the intimate level. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could, the intimacy can only bring out the best when it comes to that leader. And so, a lot of times um, we don't recognize great leaders in, a, in an intimate or uh, in a relationship because there's too many emotions and feelings get involved where we can't recognize uh, the good qualities of the man he does have to offer or a man doesn't know how to lead appropriately when mm-hmm. he's in position in a relationship. You know, that's really good because um, I get a lot of, you know, I realize even though I've been with Adrian's 18 years, it's, um, you know, I realize that there are certain qualities that I believe all leaders generally, you know, generally all leaders have very similar characteristics, very similar, similar qualities, very similar um, habits and routines that they've established so is this something do you believe that leadership is you're born but to be a leader or can leadership even be learned yeah i think um i think we're all like born to win and conditioned to lose right mm-hmm. and so i really believe that um right we all are born with a certain trace that can make us into great leaders it's our job to recognize those qualities that we have and to develop them. I, be, I do believe leadership mm-hmm. is developed, right? It's through, developed through trial. It's developed through time. It's through, developed through um, your growth with uh, your spirituality. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's developed in so many different ways. So I do believe leaders can be created, but also it, it takes great leadership and it takes a lot of humility for leaders to be created because a lot of great leaders were followers. And a lot of times in this mm. era, a lot of people do not want to follow because yes. they look at it as, as less than. If you can't follow, you can never lead. You know, mm. some of the great, the greatest leaders follow someone or something at some point. And so, when it comes to um, when it comes again to to um, leadership, you have to be in a position where you're humble enough and have enough humility to sit at someone's feet and be discipled on on and study the characteristics and the um 
and the traits that this per, uh, particular leader has. And you just have to find somebody that you can relate to, that you want to be like, and, and it's okay not being the in the forefront. You know what I mean? And, mm. and for me, I know I've always studied great coaches, great leaders, great mentors, and I got really good at being quiet. <laughs> you know, wow. I got really good. I got really good at just um, studying. I got really good at reading. And then when my time and God set up and me in position to lead certain things in my life, I was ready. And I could, mm-hmm. and I always stay in this of a, of a posture of humility, even when I'm leading. Wow, that is so good. Something you said that was so powerful is that you cannot, if you cannot follow, you can never lead. Ooh, that is so big let's unpack that a little bit because you know like you said a lot of people don't want to follow right so you know in this society where even this social media world that we live in Mm. and everyone wants to be the leader everyone wants to be the influencer I think how do we how do men or how do we get to a place where men can learn, like you said, the humility to even say, you know what? I don't know how to lead. I don't know how to lead my family. I don't know how to lead my wife. I'm scared to get married because I don't know how to lead. And I know the responsibility and the weight is on me. Like, how do we, how do they get to a place or what can you share that can encourage men and women to know that it's okay if you don't know how to do it to even be brave enough or courageous enough to ask. Yeah, and, and that's the that's the thing. First, you have to be okay with not knowing. We're in a society where we feel like mm-hmm. we have to know everything. We can't look like we don't know. We have to look like we have it all together. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest problem right there. Like, I, like, anybody who knows me, I'm the first one to say, like, I don't know that. Or <laughs> I need to learn. You know, mm-hmm. I need to get right. Whatever case may be, it's, and, it's, and it's being okay with that because nobody wants to be with anybody who knows it all anyway. Right? Mm-hmm. And so... Right. Um, <laughs> And so when it comes to um, a lot of people just struggle, literally struggle on doing the personal development takes. Because be, let's be honest here. Very few people grow up with great leaders and like great examples yes. of leadership. Right. Especially in the society where you got a lot of single family homes. You got a lot of men right. who aren't around for whatever reason. You got a society where a lot of times, you know, women are conditioned. I could do this on my own. I don't need nobody. Yeah. You know, you got so many examples of being on your own and not needing anybody and taking full control of your life. And and it's the kind of the opposite of what leadership really is, you know. And so it has to come to a place where you just decide that you want to be a great leader. And once you decide that you want to be a great leader, then you're going to start transitioning to, okay, what do I, you have to look within first. A lot of times we try to be a great leader and not fix ourselves. And so the process of trying to fix ourselves is an ugly process because we have to Mm. deal with the truths, the ugly truths of who we really are and start to scrub our heart and make it appear as possible. So what comes out of us is the love and the life and the leadership that people want to feel and experience when they come around you. But because we've never done the work on ourselves, personal development wise, or even though, or sit at somebody's feet, allow them to prick into our lives, or mm. allow them to speak into our lives and say, you know what, this is messy. This is not okay. Wow. Um, or allow us to be coached um, in our lives. There's no way we can get to where we want to be as leaders. And so as men um, who, who desire to be a great leader, first thing I would say is want <clears throat> to find somebody you respect or love mm-hmm. and, and to say and go to them and say, listen, I respect what you do. I respect how you move. Can you help me become a better leader? Mm. Start reading books on leadership. Three, yes. start start um, 
get in. Well, let me say this: the first thing is get right with God. That's just me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the first thing. Get right with God because mm-hmm. that's the ultimate blueprint. All right. If you don't mm-hmm. believe in God, you no, know, that's you no know, that to each his own. But whatever you choose or whatever route you choose to go, you will have to sit at someone or something's feet to pr- learn the proper things, ways to lead. And just watch right. my examples because a lot of times leadership is uh, is going to be caught. It's not going to be taught, right? You got to mm-hmm. catch certain things. You got to see, study somebody's response, how they move, and really study people in tough situations. That's when leadership is really um, shown because mm. a lot of people could be great when everything is great. But I look for the leaders who could lead when um the wife is wilding out or the, <laughs> right. or, the job, or the job is the job you just got fired from your job or life is just throwing you a curveball or the money ain't right the situation ain't right this whatever around you is not going well but who are you in that in that situation but a lot of times we've never been taught how to handle situations that's why we got to put ourselves at the feet in a and that and I say at the feet that's not a bad thing it's at the mm-hmm. a discipleship of of learning on what it, how to do this thing the right way. That is so good. Can you talk a little bit about what what discipleship is? I know that um, you know there's it's really like you said important for you to sit at someone's feet and have them prick your heart. But what yeah. the the depth of relate of relationship? You know, you have, are an amazing example of literally seeking discipleship. I remember times when you would drive an hour to spend fifteen minutes with someone. I was like, wow. So can you talk a little bit about discipleship and how it's really helped shape you into an amazing leader? Yeah, man. It's a thirst you have to have to get better. So for me, I had a thirst for God, right? I had a thirst to become a better man, become more like him. Mm -hmm. And so when you rely on the word of God, you know what I mean? You realize um, that's the only thing that could truly fulfill you. And so we would do whatever we got to do to go get material things in life. If we have a goal, we'll go hold so hard for the goal, but mm-hmm. do, you, <clears throat> do you go just as hard to become a better person? And mm-hmm. so there was no limitations when it came to going to learn on how to become a better man, a better husband, a better father, a better friend, a better businessman, a better anything. And mm-hmm. so when it comes to discipleship, I was in a position in my life to allow people to speak into my life, the right people. To, you, can't let, you can't let anybody speak into your life. Right. But the right people to speak into your life where you could take from and not speak back. Meaning like mm-hmm. that person could say, be you give that person 100% permission to be butt naked, truly honest right. <laughs> in front of you and say, this is what it is. And you take it with a smile on your face and you just get, you decide to get better. Um, and that's why I just had this desire of wanting to be better because I just wanted to be great. You know what I mean? It's not just, it wasn't in business. It wasn't just, oh, at home. I wanted to be a great man. And yeah. I knew it was going to be a process. Um, my father could only teach me as much as he knew. Um, mm-hmm. My coaches could only teach me as much as they knew. But at some point, I had to make a decision. Keith, who do you want to become and what do you want to do mm-hmm. with your life? And I knew that I had to go find the information. I had to go find the men that I respected. I go look at the women I respected, and I, I had to put a uh, basically a camp around me, a circle around me, mm. of of going through a season of pruning, right? Mm-hmm. A season of where they's like, Keith, no, nah, that's messy. Keith, no, watch your mouth. Keith, no, this the way you respond is not okay. And it was tough. It was nothing easy about it. Um, but I stood in the fire no matter what, and committed to becoming a better man. And and that wasn't an overnight process. You know, I mean, I'm still mm-hmm. a work in progress, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's gotten me to a point of 
I just committed to staying in the fire no matter what when it came to being a, the best leader possible. So discipleship is very important. Um, I, I encourage anybody that's called call, man or women, to find a small group of people or a person in your life that you give full permission to, um, to speak into your mm-hmm. life and just give you the blunt, honest truth. Because a lot of times when we don't have that, we think what we're doing is right. We think what mm-hmm. we're doing, uh, we think our our poop don't stink. We think right. it's, we think it's everybody else's fault all the time. And a lot of time it's on you and you just don't know about it because you're the last person who knows when your breath stinks, right? <laughs> and so, but you have an accountability partner, somebody's discipling, they'd be the first one to tell you. And just, mm. I think we just struggle with that as people because we look at it as like, oh, somebody's trying to tell me what to do. And that's yes. why you can't, until you're ready to get a, um, to be a leader or to be the best version of yourself, you have to be in a state of humility where you can actually receive. You have to, you have to soften your heart. Ooh, 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 that is so good. Oh my goodness, brother. That is amazing because I think like you said, as women and men, especially because listeners, um, my listeners, they're, they're definitely men that listen, but they're also, they're women who desire to get married, women who are already married, who want to thrive as mar- as in their marriage, and women who are already married but are struggling staying married. Mm, yeah. And so it's so good that you say that because I think at every stage, whether you are a wife in waiting and you want to be married, you are currently married, or you're trying to stay married, and you need discipleship you need somebody to tell you the truth about yourself whether you yeah you know like if you're married you know i've had a lot of women who are in their 17 18 19 20 year marriage they're like uh, i don't know if i'm gonna make it and that's real for them but that have they done what you said and and talk to someone who can be, speak they trust who can speak truth into their lives to let them know listen you have not been available to be intimate with your husband in three months you have not been available and around to um to really pour into him or elevate him like there's and the same thing with husbands you know you haven't had you haven't worked in two years what are you doing to change your situation or circumstance you know if you if you're struggling with depression which is often a case when men don't have jobs for a long period of time are you getting help to get better don't just yeah. sit there. And so that's a really great, um, great point to make that where does the humility come from to do that? Like, where do, is it just a decision? Is it something like where, you know, <laughs> the yeah. road hits the road? <laughs> yeah. A lot of times, you know, especially for men, we don't decide to become great until all hell breaks loose. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Why is you that? Know, it's right? Just, it's just what it is. You know, sometimes <laughs> a, a woman has to break our heart. That we have to lose mm-hmm. a job. We have to lose the things that we think that makes us important. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We, a lot of times we tie identity into jobs, money, athletics, yeah. women, to false mm-hmm. identities. And when we lose one of those things, all of a sudden we need to get right. And unfortunately, wow. it's um that's ninety nine percent of us. Very few of us can know, does it the right way because again, it's just we don't have a lot of examples growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the humility comes when we are humbled. <laughs> a lot of times, yeah, we are humbled. Then all of a sudden, we are in a position where do you want to do it the right way this time, or do you want to keep going down mm-hmm. the path we've been going on? I just for me, it, it took that. It took me, you know, at the time going through a breakup. It took me at the time just struggling in life. It took me just going through um. Um, not you know going, getting some of the dreams I had um, early on with my athletic career. It took me just 
not getting it right, always being good, but not being great. And I just got to the point where mm-hmm. I just got tired of being good at things. You know what I mean? Um, wow. Also, let me just go back to something where you're talking about, you know, I know you got a lot of um, women who desire to be married, are married, mm-hmm. or maybe on the way out, out of, <laughs> right. to stay married, right? right. Um, what I was to encourage everybody to do, you know, I can't speak from a woman's standpoint, but what from a man's standpoint is that make sure your husband or your soon-to-be husband or somebody you're interested in mm-hmm. is being poured into by other men, okay? Mm. If they don't got men they're being discipled by, my, then my question is, who are they following? Who are they being poured wow. in by? Because, you know, if the, if you're, if the brother ain't following God, then who is he following? You know, mm. and, and um, a lot of times if we get in the position where we follow other people that ain't good for us to follow, and we mm. wonder why our house is falling apart. Yeah. And so if you know if you're not seeing what you want out of your man or whatever just check his circle you know what i mean check his circle mm-hmm. check who is he listening to who is he submitting himself to because a lot of times you want women to submit to us in a certain and when it comes especially when we get married or you want women to submit to us in a certain type of way but who are we submitting to you mm-hmm. know and that brother ain't submitting to anybody be careful before you submit to him and just understand that oh that's so good check his circle that is like a hashtag check his circle for um for my, my women for my wives because you're absolutely right it's and we need i remember praying for god to send just amazing men into my husband's life to mm. help him become a better man a better leader a better father and he did that and so but i because i didn't know in the beginning before we got married to check his circle then right so this is huge for you ladies and and men to make sure that the people that you want to be like you're surrounding yourself with them now before you get married and then if you don't have people in your life that you're really looking up to that that are pouring into you that are making you greater then you need to change your circle right absolutely Absolutely. So how can how can women best encourage leadership in their their man, in their their fiancés, their husbands? How can they best what's how can they respond to best encourage leadership in their I'm gonna tell you right now, like the biggest thing and one, learn the love language. Yes. Learn your man's love language. Yes. But one ain't just that's important, but two, speak life because life and encourage consistently say that again Um, you said you um learn their love language number two speak speak life life and encourage and encourage them consistently because a lot of times we well you know as men we're like we don't hear it or we don't need it but we need it trust i'm around guys all the time Mm. and one thing that we talk about consistently is like yo you know what she said to me you know how she made me feel you know Mm. those two things are consistent because we're well, act tough. Let me tell you, we're soft as they come to, right? <laughs> and so we we want to feel like we're a king. We want to know that our wife, our girl, or somebody that's interested looks at us and believes in us, right? Mm. And even, and let me tell you, the hardest part is to do it when we, we don't deserve it, right? Mm. Um, a lot of times we don't deserve to be spoken into if we look at our actions. A lot of times we don't, we don't deserve to, from a world standpoint, to have, uh, to be loved on. But when you... Um, but there's a way you could do it in that when you're just platonic, there's a way you could do it when you're intimately, where you could do it just because it's that, just because 
you have a heart to love on them. And a lot mm. of times when we're in a tough situation or we're in a place where we're going through life or we're just not getting it right, love brings us through that. You know, consistent, mm-hmm. consistent love brings us through that. And you, know, you may be emotional, you may get tough. But that's when you have your circle of women, your two or three people that mm-hmm. you can really just trust, that you can confide in, but you can always get and pour back into to go love your husband or that, that person in your mm-hmm. life to push them through those dark areas. So I, I want to encourage you to, um, to bring the best leadership out of your significant other or just your friend or even uh, somebody you work with help themselves for success. You know, there's people, like I look at Christy, for example, right, where uh, obviously we're not in an intimate relationship, but we're in an intimate relationship when it comes to living this life together as far as um, uh, chasing purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And and in my toughest times, you've seen me in a place where um, when I had no money, mm-hmm. uh, going through relational issues and just mm-hmm. trying to figure out who I am as a man. And mm-hmm. no matter what, you gave me, if you gave me a tongue lashing, you always followed up with how great I was and what I was mm-hmm. being. You always spoke to me what I was going to become, not mm-hmm. what I was in that in that state. And and so it developed a trust and a security where mm-hmm. you never saw me um, for who I was at that moment. You recognized where I was at, but you always spoke mm-hmm. to, the, to the king inside me to make sure that, remind me who and what I was going to become and what God's called me to be. Um, and so that's just an example, right? Mm-hmm. And so I believe that, especially for women, if you want to bring the best out of him, like you continue to speak love even when it gets tough. You continue mm-hmm. to love him when it gets tough. You continue to pray, more than anything, pray for that man mm-hmm. to get certain men in his life and to get the fruits of your life, but also make sure you're doing your part too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Make sure it's not like, I want him to do this and he should be doing that, but mm-hmm. you, ain't, you ain't being the queen <laughs> that you need to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not putting the work in on yourself. So continue to work yeah. on yourself and pray for grace, right? To get, so you can give him grace mm-hmm. to do that. And Krista, you're a great example of that. We all know your story up here. And so, mm-hmm. but if it wasn't for your prayer life, your walk with God, and you continue to ask for more grace to give out and for some, and for the women to pour in your life and to allow to be in a position mm-hmm. where God can use a point in life, you wouldn't be here doing this podcast right now as a married right. woman with three kids. You know what I mean? You would right. not be here. Um, You're right. But you did the work and you continue to do the work because the work doesn't mm-hmm. stop. And so right. um, you've intentionally loved your husband no matter what. And yeah. that's what makes yeah. you so strong and so respected. Wow, Keith, that is so powerful. Thank you so much. Um, I think also one of the big, a big nugget that you dropped is for women to know that they've got to speak to the man in who he is, not where he is. Exactly, right? where he's going to, yep. Right, so who he is is who God says he is. Yeah. It's his identity. And women, because we are emotional, we lose sight of that. And so we talk to him sometimes as to where he is. So if he's, um, you know, a baby's mama, quote unquote, I mean, a baby's daddy, quote unquote, right? And he's not in the child's life, so to speak. And, you know, they may not, they may, because they're offended or they're um, hurt because of whatever, X, Y, and Z, they don't speak to him in love. They don't speak to him and even relate with to him in ways that can elevate him to and literally support what he, where, what God has created him to be. It's just, it breaks my heart because the person that suffers are the kids. 
the people that suffer are the kids when women don't understand the power and influence that they have with their words, with the things that they say out of their mouth. Like you said, the men that you've talked to are like, man, you know what? I, how I feel, good or bad, based on what a woman that I love, that I respect, that I admire, that I'm in love with, what they say out of their mouth and how it affects me is so, critical. It's so real, Chris. As, as you were talking, I was thinking, like, for women, that's what leadership is for you. And I'm not saying what it is. Like, mm-hmm. Let me take it back. That's the that's example of leadership. With, with 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 your partner, right? Where you mm-hmm. understand how to lead without even being a front. Like a lot of times we think leadership is being a front. A lot of times we think mm-hmm. leadership is being seen. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we think leadership is being heard. And a yeah. lot of times leadership could be the most silent thing that you do, right? Ooh. And that's why you see so many, yeah, go, oh, this is good. This is that's why you see yes. so many powerful men where the strongest women are the quietest ones who sit behind the scenes, but that man cannot be in the forefront doing what he do without that, that woman, right? Yeah. The backbone. I just think of this example, right? I was very fortunate to have, so I've had, I've been very fortunate to have some great women in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just across the board. And I remember um, I was sitting at a table one day and I was having the uh, in-depth conversation with one of my business partners where I got mm-hmm. really passionate with this brother. And this lady literally, all she did was reach over um, under the table and put her hand on my leg. And mm-hmm. and, and th- that's all she did, right? Mm-hmm. And immediately it dropped everything inside of me and realized, and she said a thousand words without saying one word, uh-huh. right? Because what happened was she literally calmed me down in that time. But the way she touched my leg wasn't a sexual touch. It was like, I, I'm here with you. I got you. Relax. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. understand, I need you. To, I need you to take a step back and and, um, and drop your emotions mm-hmm. a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. As I was talking to his brother, and that was a powerful moment for me because it was like, wow, she knew how to quote unquote control me without mm-hmm. controlling me, right? Yep. And but what that comes from is that this is leadership, studying who you're in business with, studying who you're in bed with, studying who you're in relationship with, studying them inside and out so you know how to deal with them and no matter what situation is, that's leadership. The best leaders can study their of their businesses. So they can study anything they're involved with so they know how to maneuver when the times get tough, wow. when things are going well. And when that young lady did that to me, I was like, oh my gosh, mm. people try to get their point across to me in so many different ways and it doesn't work. And she did that one slight gesture. She didn't make me feel like I was less of a man. Wow. She didn't She didn't embarrass me in front of nobody. She mm. didn't speak ill to me about me. She didn't say, hey, Keith, you can calm down so, you can, so it's not mm. your point. Well, Keith, well, you're getting so hyped. Mm. Why don't you relax? Keith, <laughs> you know, she didn't get up and walk away from the table. She's one slight move. And, and mm. it changed the whole tone of the conversation. Mm. I'll never forget that, right? And so um, I, would, I would definitely you know, understand that is leadership, women. That, ladies, that is mm. a great example of leadership, knowing him, him so well, you know what to do and, and how to move without, the, without him feeling emasculated. Ooh, ooh, that's so good. Yes, absolutely. It is such, it's a skill that women have to master. It is a must have, a must learn, a must do in marriage because so easily we, like you said, can emasculate a man by, you know, in our emotion, 
in the heat of the moment, we say something that we will regret forever because it's something that, um, you know, we, we will, he will remember if we say, you know, you suck as a leader, you're a terrible dad, or you're a horrible husband, right? Like you can't take those things back. So I love the fact that you gave that example with she did not open her mouth. All she did was put her hand on your leg to let you know, okay, relax. It's okay. <laughs> I'm right here, you know, and you knew. And so like, it, it's absolutely hundred percent what you said. It's about because she studied you, whether you study them in business, study your man in bed, study him in life. This is, these are just the men in your life. It is such a critical action step that all of us as women need to do because, um, you know, we need to understand how to communicate best with our man. And sometimes it's like the hand, gentle hand on the leg. Sometimes it may be a kick under the table. <laughs> sometimes it may be, you know, just a rub on the back, whatever. But like you said, it does not have to be done verbally, like rocking your neck, you know, with your, a tone of trying to encourage them but you're really discouraging them because you're speaking death over them not life mm -hmm. absolutely yep mm, so powerful yeah definitely and, and uh, well, let me give one more quick example you go to the next question sis is that yeah um i just remember another time i'm, I'm thinking of like powerful moments i'm you know, i'm trying i can't put myself in women's shoes i'm thinking about powerful of moments course. i've had in my life where women had a significant impact on me um um I mean, another time I was uh, in a conversation and it was uh, between me and a young lady. And because of stuff I've been through in my life, sometimes I'll start to get hype and I automatically go back mm. to what I used to be or what I used to yeah. know because it's a company yeah. to me, right? And but because the lady studied me, the woman that she saw me, you know, starting to go get to that level of frustration. She all she she said like three and, and she studied me because she knew my she knew my love language right so she mm -hmm. knew my, my first love language was of affirmation yeah so what she did that was so genius she was like <laughs> it came out of nowhere I was getting there and she's like honey sweetheart sugarfoot and I just started <laughs> laughing literally just like that I'm like what what you say <laughs> and she said those three words she said honey sweetheart sugarfoot and like. It just changed my whole mode and instantly I was like, why? But what she did was genius was she said three positive things, something that's gonna make you smile, and mm -hmm. she affirmed she she reaffirmed me of what who, what I am. You know what I mean? Like yes. you're sweet, you're cool, yes. I recognize loving you. And guess what? It dropped my guard immediately. Like whatever I couldn't remember what I was upset about at that mm -hmm. point. And nobody's ever done that to me. Wow. And so I was like, wow but she spoke to my love language she didn't let me get way out of him she did it right away <laughs> but also i know some women probably think well what if he don't recognize it the thing is she did that and she's been consistent with that no matter what right mm. but two that's what i'm saying but i'm a man where i when i when a lot of pride and ego is not involved again that's the whole process we have to go to we have to drop our pride and ego a lot of times as men but when we trust and say, like, you know what, that person has our best interest, a lot of that private ego is dropped immediately. Um, when it comes to mm. when that person, we when we know that you have our best interest at heart. Yes. 
Absolutely. I love that. And just for those of you who are not familiar with the love languages, there are five love languages. They were founded by Gary Chapman over the course of about 20 plus years. He is like a guru when it comes to really communication in marriage and in relationships. And so the five love languages are acts of service, um, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time and gifts. And so the concept behind it is that it's that everyone has a a natural way of receiving love. Now, naturally, they love people the way they receive love, but the person that they're loving may not receive love in the same way. So it's important for you to know how the person that you're in relationship with, whether it's your husband, your children, your best friend, your business partners, it's important for you to know what their love language is so that you can love them and that they can receive it. Because if you, um, so Keith was saying that his love language, one of his love languages is are words of affirmation. So if, if, you know, this women were trying to give him gifts, you know, they're nice and they're great. But, but when you speak life into him, that's what literally charges him. It energizes him. It elevates him. And so you have to know when you're studying your man and they are studying you, that it's important for you to know how they receive love so that you can char- give them a charge daily. Right. And I remember my, you know, so Adrian, my husband's love language is physical touch. That's the last on my list. But I know that's the way he receives love. So I've got to position myself to love him daily and it is sometimes it's work sometimes it's you know I don't feel like it (laughs) but it's important when you love somebody to love them in a way they receive love so thank you Keith for sharing that yeah definitely and and so the um I love that that she knew your love language she knew that you were getting heated and she's like honey sweetie Sugarfoot? I've never heard Sugarfoot before. I love it. <laughs> um, but how you, it diffused whatever tension, whatever um, escalation that was about to happen, she diffused it because she loved you. Oh my gosh, that is so genius. How any situation that you're in, when it's starting to escalate, how do you diffuse it with love? Yeah, man, that that's good. And the thing is, though, let me tell you, even with this young lady or just anybody in general, I see um, they've done so much work on themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? First, you know what I mean? Where they know yeah. how to handle situations like that. And when you know who you're dealing with, again, this is not just intimately. Like I do this in my business. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. I understand people, where I know how to speak to them in a love language to diffuse or to just open the lines of communication up. And I'm not perfect with it, but that's why I study people and I study Mm -hmm. Keith and I always have to work myself. So a lot of times they could be really upset or you're not getting your point across because you're not speaking into, you're not speaking the way they receive. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times, you know, when, you know, when you're married, you're like, well, I've been doing this and doing that and doing this for 10 years and he ain't, Mm -hmm. I ain't getting the best out of him. But one person come along and do something else. And, yeah. and it changes their whole mindset, their energy, their effort, because they spoke to them the way they received. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was going to encourage you, man, where a lot of times, honestly, sex ain't going, maybe it'd be sex. Maybe uh, it could be, a, uh, like I said, a gift, a t-shirt that you give them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they go, it's a golf trip. Maybe it's a hug. Maybe mm-hmm. it's um, just, you know, praying over them. Maybe it's just reminding them who, just being the opposite yes. of the world told us who we are. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. we, as men, it's like we go out and we hit the, the world beats us down every single day, and we got mm-hmm. we got all this a lot of times self and pride pressure on ourselves to provide and protect and do all this stuff. Yeah. And a lot of times we just need to come home and have the opposite. And so a form of mm-hmm. leadership is learning. Okay, how can I become what he needs without losing myself? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Hear that again? Yes. Come how on. can I? How can I become what he needs without losing myself? And the same thing as men who listen to this, how can I become what she needs without losing who you are? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of times we believe that if we support or we, or we conform to what that man become, we need to, you need to lose who you are. No, you're always mm-hmm. going to be the strong woman. And like you're made the way you are for a reason. You're made to produce mm-hmm. and to speak, to speak life. But the world has told us the opposite. And so leadership is so important from so many different levels. And again, to our point, it's not always being in front or being heard or being seen. It's understanding when to be heard, when to be in front, and when to be seen. All right? Wow. And no matter what it is. Wow. 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 That is so good. Part. I just thank you so much for just sharing your heart and the your insight. You know, I love being able to talk to men who are really so connected with the the truth of who God's created them to be, but just the 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 gamut of who they are. So spirit, soul, body, emotion, mm-hmm. all of it. It is so important. And so final words to our listeners today. Yes. Um I just want to encourage you knowing that um one especially I'll speak to the women first is that um, I love you. We respect you. You're Queens. Um, You're valued. And we will not be the men who we are without you. Mm-hmm. Understand the significance you will be playing each and every man's life in your each and every person's I would say, understand the role you play in mm-hmm. each and every man's life you're connected to. If it's a mm-hmm. husband, a brother, a son, a father, a business partner, whoever it is, you play a significant role mm-hmm. in their life and they would not be the people they are without you. But also I would encourage you to be a positive energy around them um, because that's how you bring the best out of us and they've been mm-hmm. a consistent positive energy. Again, we won't deserve it all the time. We won't be, cons- we won't be consistent all the time, <laughs> but consistent love and energy always wins and so Mm -hmm. when you find yourself getting emotional when you find yourself getting frustrated with us when you find yourself just being want to be done with us sometimes if this is who from an intimate level if this is who god's called you to be with understand that you've got he's already giving the endurance and strength to get through it all right there's some of you right now on the verge of wanting to be divorced or being separated Mm -hmm. or leaving and you, I'm going to ask you to dig one more level deep. Just mm. dig one more level deep. Get mm. your knees one more time and just change your heart. So you can't change his. You just change your heart and, allow, mm. and change your heart towards God and allow God to deal with him, right? Because you're yeah. not going to be able to fix him. And for everybody who's just wanting to be married, who has a desire to be married, one, trust that. Make sure that the man you're seeking is the one God's called you to be with, right? Mm-hmm. The man that you're interested in. A lot of times we may love somebody, we may like them a lot, but it may not be the one God's called you to be with, right? Mm-hmm. So understand mm-hmm. what their role is in your life. So a lot, a lot of times we just want to just jump out there and be with this guy then we find out it was never supposed to be that and now you're in a relationship forever. Right. You know? And um, so just make sure it's the one that God's called you to be with. And if it is the one that God's called you to be with, Pray on the the capacity and the grace for God to give to you to be with mm-hmm. this man. 
All right. Mm. Um, because you're gonna have to have a certain type of capacity and grace to be with whoever mm. God's called you to be with. Mm. But I promise you, when you get it right, it's worth it. All yes. right. Um, to all my fellas who is on this call right now, guys, let's take accountability and just become the best men we're supposed to become, who God called us to be. Yes, we're gonna be yes, we're leaders, yes, we're providers, yes, we're protectors, yes, we want the best out of our families, yes, we want the best out of ourselves. But one, as you go through this process of becoming better, give yourself grace. You're not going to change overnight. But the first thing I'm going to tell you, brothers, is to get accountability, get into discipleship, find other men, not women, find other men that could pour life into you. Women, mm -hmm. they'll let them love on you or whatever, respectfully, but also but find other men that could pour life into you. Find other men that you could do life with. Learn how, and for all my single brothers, learn how to do life with men So because you're not trying to get in another man's bed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you know how to do life with men. And like, you know what? A lot of things I did was like, that's good. I, I took like, me and my boys, we went bowling together. We went to the gun range together. We played basketball together. We studied the word together. And so when that special woman does come in your life, now you know how to transition that. You know how to be a great man to her, a great friend to her. Wow. You've been doing it for so long. You're not just trying to jump into bed with her right away. So, wow. fellas, put the work in on yourselves to become the best version. And guess what? It's okay that you don't know what to do. It really is. I didn't know what to do this, this time. Right now, I don't know what to do. But I know mm -hmm. where to go to, though. Hear me? That's good. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, I don't know what to do, but I always know where to go to. Yes. And the first time, I'm dropping my knees. I'm getting in front of the Lord. Yes. But then the second thing, I'm going to the men in my life where I know I ain't spoke to them in six months, six years, or six days. I know their phone call text away wow. to go get poured into. And so, fellas, um, I encourage you to find that and just continue to love on your wives, continue to love on your ladies, uh, continue to love on the women in your life, if it's platonically, continue to remind them um, who they are as queens, continue to speak life, continue to manage your emotions. When Sometimes when, they, when women get emotional, we got to be the ones that say, you know what? I'm not going there with you yeah. and I'm going to smile and I'm going to love and you and <laughs> I'm not going to go there with you emotionally. And it's the toughest thing to do a lot of times because we want to be right, but we yeah. have the heart to reconcile and we have the heart just mm. to get through, get through it and keep it the peace. It would diffuse a lot of the stuff, fellas, but I promise you, man, like wow. it's worth it from the business standpoint. It's worth it from a relational standpoint. Um, and just, and just continue to practice to do life the right way. And, um, find the right type of man to put around you. Wow. Whoa. Drop the mic. Awesome, brother. That's amazing. How can people, how can our fellas follow you? How can they get in touch with you? Where do they go? Hit up Christy. <laughs> <laughs> Hit up Christy. Um, um, you know, of course, social media, of course, um, at Keith underscore T underscore Willis. Um, on Instagram yes. and Keith T. Willis on Facebook and awesome. uh, website realkeithwillis.com. Um, so all that stuff. And, and all I want to say, guys, is that when it comes to the leadership thing, take it serious. Yeah. All right. Understand what leadership really is. Study leadership. Go to leadership seminars. Get some um, leadership books. You know, Google mm -hmm. with some great leadership books. Order them. Um, and just start to and start to pray for God to send great many of life who are great leaders and yeah. whatever you want to do. Um, but take it serious, guys, because leadership, honestly, if men would step up and lead and step mm -hmm. up and be great leaders and, and take it serious, this world would change for the better. Ooh. All right. Because we will bring the mm -hmm. best out of the women around us and the women will be the best out of us when we decide to take control of the uh, what's going on in our lives. 
Wow, wow, wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I got chills, my hair standing up. Thank you so much, Keith, for being the leader that you are, the man that you are, to not only in the world, but in your family, with around your friends, and in your business. You are a true champion, a world changer, um, a leader among leaders. So thank you, brother. I love you so much. Have an awesome day and continue leading. All right, sis. Thanks for having me on. I really feel honored. (laughs) Absolutely. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.